on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Two out home run by Aquino. Now the 3-2. Votto lines on the left. Yelich backing up, plays the slice, makes the catch, and the ball game is over. 11-6. The Brewers take the opener here in Cincinnati. Now live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City in Milwaukee with Jerry Augustine. Here's Matt Pauley. Well, that's a solid way to come out of the gate as the unofficial second half of the season is underway. The Brewers putting up 11 runs and knocking off Cincinnati by an 11-6 score. They were down 4-1 going into the fifth inning, and then they go on to score two in the fifth, three in the sixth, and five in the eighth en route to the victory, and the Brewers increase their lead in the division to five games over the second-place Reds. Welcome into Brewers Extra Inning. I have missed talking to you for the last four days, but the second half of the season is here. The All-Star break is over, and the Brewers come up with an 11-6 victory against Cincinnati today. We have you till 11 o'clock. If you want to join us, multiple ways to get in contact with the program, 855-616-1620. That's the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, where you can call in or you can tweet or, excuse me, text into the program. If you want to tweet into the program, you can do so at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T. P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. A, uh, st- I don't know if it's a statement game from the Brewers, but it kind of feels that way right now uh, after what happened against Cincinnati just before the All-Star break. Just a notable win. Colton Wong comes back and looks like he was never gone, coming up with three hits. A huge game for Willie Adamas, and the Brewers just keep winning games started by Adrian Hauser. It is remarkable as uh, the Brewers have won the last nine games that Adrian, or excuse me, the last seven games that uh, Adrian Hauser has started. He doesn't always get the win, but games he has started, the Brewers tend to win. It was a bit of a surprise that he was the uh, he was the guy to start the second half of the season, but he was, and it ends up working out. Former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine alongside will bring him into the program coming up in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Here is Garcia with three on the left side of the infield for him. Malley's pitch. Swing and a fly ball hit deep into left center field. Drifting back all the way back and gone. Bobby Garcia, first pitch hunting, and he hits home run number 17. Cuts the lead in half. It's 2-1. to one. The uh, the smooth sounds of Jeff Levering placed atop DMX. It works out well. Brewers get the win over Cincinnati 11-6. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. I'm Matt Pauley. Former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine alongside. And, Augie, uh, as we bring you into the program, you uh, I'm the one who's always preaching every game is just one of 162. <laughs> but after the way the first half of the season ended with them losing three out of four, for them to go put up 11 runs against the Reds today, it, to me it feels like this means just a little bit something extra. And this is a big win for this team to push that lead in the division back to five games. Well, the one thing playing against the Cincinnati Reds, they struggled in Milwaukee against the Reds, but in Cincinnati at Great American Ballpark, they've been really playing pretty good baseball. And, you know, you want to start off one of the big things that 
everybody you listen to, what is one thing the Brewers have to do in the second half? They say score runs. Well, I'll tell you what, they got off today, uh, got fell behind early in the ball game, but were able to put up, like you said, the three spot in the sixth, five in the eighth, and really had had some really. Uh, kept kept put, applying pressure to that Cincinnati bullpen, and you know you talk about baseball. What wins pennants? Bullpens win pennants, and I'll tell you what: the Brewer bullpen was good tonight, and they applied the pressure to the Cincinnati Red bullpen. Exactly what they had to do. This win felt a lot like a lot of those wins the Brewers had between May 28th and June 28th when they were playing lesser teams, when they were getting the add-on runs and they were scoring a bunch of runs and, and doing things like that. They, they have shown the ability to score runs against teams that are not great. And Augie, they get to the bullpen. You know, Malley has not been as good in Cincinnati, and as his pitch count was starting to go up there uh, in the sixth inning, uh, that's when the Brewers were able to kind of start get, getting after him a little bit. And at that point, they went to the bullpen. And while admittedly Brad Brock did a nice job, and he's a guy who has really struggled against the Brewers lately, after Brock's day was over, uh, that bullpen struggled the way it has been struggling most of the season, and the Brewers were able to take advantage of it. Yeah, that's one thing you have to do. And, you know, you have to apply pressure when you get the opportunity, score some runs. And, and that's exactly what they did in that in that sixth inning. And he got some guys on base. And Garrett came in the game and he, he gave up a couple hits. Wong had a really good at-bat against him and uh, just had a good night coming back off the the IL. So, you know, you get the guys back. You get the guy the order that you want. We don't have Lorenzo Cain back yet. we got to make sure he's healthy. But, you know, when we left the first half of the season, if there was one thing we wanted to talk about that second half of the season is get people healthy, get them playing on an everyday basis so you can you – can, so Craig can use his, his – a roster like he wants to, and let's see what happens. And having Colton Wong back today was huge. He had three big hits today. He was in a lot of the scoring and uh, had a little miscue in the, on a tough play on the infield. But getting him back in the lineup meant a lot to this ball club. And Adonis, he just keeps swinging the bat like, uh, like, like since he's been here. He, did, he hasn't slowed down, really swinging the bat well, had another big night. But it was up and down this lineup. Guys were getting on base or having good at-bats. And that's something we wanted to see starting the second half. Colton Wong has done incredible things this year at the plate, and you look what he's he, hes on pace for his best offensive season of his career. But, Augie, the thing that jumps out to me the most is he's had, what, the, the three injured list since every single time he comes off the I.L. with with no rehab assignment or anything like that, he's just placed right back into the lineup, and he looks like he had, he's been, you know, he has played every game this year. I, it's really incredible to me that he is as good as he is every time he comes, you know, when he's fresh off the injured list. The, the timing and, and all that stuff that maybe a lot of players have a hard time with after they've been out for a while, for, for whatever reason, that does not seem to impact Wong. You know, he's one of those veteran guys that understands what it means to 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 go out and and play the game of baseball, and he never he never takes too much for granted. He never uh, he never speeds up the game. It looked like tonight he got in that batter's box. First two times out, he struck out on some pretty good pitches. I thought uh, Maley did a nice job of making some good pitches on it. But boy, after that, he really swung the bat. Had three hits in a row. Went the opposite way. Me fought off some tough pitches. Thank you. The pitch from Garrett was a really tough pitch to to fight off, but he did that. And uh, uh, you know, he's the kind of guy that just relaxes, slows the game down, doesn't try to do things 
speeding it up. He's a good, good and relaxed. And that's what a good veteran that's been around that understands the game uh, does very well. There's different ways different guys play the game. Some guys can slow that game down, take what they're given, and Colton Long is one of those guys. 11-6, the Brewers get the win in Cincinnati to open up the post-All-Star break portion of the season. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620. That's the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line. You can tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air. We're back with more in a moment on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on WTMJ. Pitch to Adamas. He had a knock. And he lines one towards right. Aquino back. Warning track. It is gone. A home run for Willie Adamas into the front row of seats just to the left of the Brewers' bullpen. The Brewers are right back in at a one-run game. It's 4-3. An 11-6 victory for the Brewers in Cincinnati over the Reds. If they can win one of these next two, they'll uh, take the series. If they can win the next two, they sweep the Reds, and that would obviously put them in a very good uh, place. They are at five right now in the division. Welcome back in to Brewers X Trainings here on WTMJ. If you want to join the conversation, you can do so by calling or texting the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620, or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Got a few uh, text messages to uh, get to, joined by uh, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine, Mike in Colorado texting in, um, says he likes uh, Craig Council putting Jace Peterson at first. Might that solve the problem there? Mike actually has a few things. We'll get to uh, we'll get to a few of them here, but let's start with that. Augie, I, I don't know what you think about um, about Jace Peterson at first. He's not the He's not the stereotypical first baseman. He's not the the power hitting RBI guy. But he, I mean, when he when he gets a hold of one, he's got some legit power. Don't get me wrong. But he's not going to go be a thirty home run kind of guy. Um, I still I still think the Brewers could get more production at first base. But that being said, considering the lack of production that they've gotten from uh, from Keston Harris specifically and the job that Jace Peterson has done recently and now that Colton Wong is back, that's going to limit uh, Peterson's opportunities at second base. I feel like Peterson, I don't know if he is the option, but I feel like he is a better option than the other options that are available here at the moment. And let's credit to Peterson, too. He, he played himself into this role, and while he might not be putting up Again, those stereotypical first base numbers, his ability to have fantastic at-bats, his ability to get on base, his ability to just make smart baseball plays, do things like that, it's really forced Council into a situation where you have to find a place in the lineup to put him as much as possible. Well, you got to go with the hot hand, and you look, you, you see what Jace has done, and now that Colton's back and you're going to put Urias at, at third base, you got to find a spot for him because he has – plays such an important role, and he has over the stretch, oh, you can probably go back the last month or so, that he does the little things. He gets on base. You look at what he did today. He walked twice, got a base hit, scored a run. You know, you see what the, what he does. It's so important to this ball club, so you got to find a spot for him. Is first base probably the place you want to play him? I think he's shown his versatility that you could put him anywhere. And against certain pitchers, especially maybe a right-hand pitcher, he can play first base and give you that that good offense. And if he's swinging the bat, getting on base, having that good eye, 
at the plate and doing the things that you, that helped this offense. I he's a guy that you want to play, and he he's deserves that opportunity because he's done just that. He's been getting big base hits. He's hit a couple big home runs, and he gets on base. And not only that, he plays a good sound first base, uh, good sound uh, defense, and he always wants to stay strong on defense. So I think, it, like you just said, Matt, it's a credit to Jace because he's worked himself to deserve that opportunity to play, and he's filling a spot that the Brewers need some help with right now. The other uh, question that Mike has is, uh, do you think Yelich is going to climb out of his current predicament, or is he pegged to be an enigma the rest of the season? By the way, kudos to Mike for finding uh, language there to, uh, you know, predicament, enigma, <laughs> things like that. Because Yelich isn't playing well. Like he's there's a there's a lot more mean, negative kind of words that we can use. And Yelich, for the most part, has done a nice job getting on base this year. However, he had one walk today. He goes 0 for 4 with a walk. He does score run. He has a strikeout. The, the getting on base thing that he'd been doing, that's fallen off just a little bit recently. His batting average is down to 236. Augie, we've talked about this a little bit, but, but I'll repeat it like to me at at this point and I'm, I I still think Christian Yelich has MVP Christian Yelich in him. I I don't know when we're going to see that. To me, uh, I I kind of feel like this is who he's going to be this year. The the version of him that gets on base a lot, uh, who you know is going to come up with some base hits, going to walk things like that. And uh, he may go through some some little spurts during the year where maybe we see a little bit more power. But to me, if, if you get that, it's almost bonus. I'm I, I I'm not trying to be dismissive of him, but I'm almost resigned to the fact that I don't know if we will see. Christian Yelich of 2018, 2019, or anything close to that uh, again this year. We've played a lot of baseball already this season, and at this point, you kind of are who you are. Well, there may, I'll tell you what. I, I watch Christian every night, and as a former left-hand pitcher to a left-hand hitter, you know, the spots that are, if you watch the way they pitch him tonight, they really pitched him up above his hands on the inside part of the plate. It's an extremely tough place to get to for a left-hand hitter, and if you get in the strike zone there, you get a call strike one or a couple strikes in there, uh, you, it makes, you, you have to understand that you have to at least try to fight that pitch off, and I, the, what they're doing from there is they're pitching him down in a way, and uh, I, I see the, when a, you have a good left-hand hitter, you got to move the ball around, you got to use your breaking ball, you got to change speeds, and that's exactly what they're doing to Christian. I think they're really pounding him upper on the inside part of the plate, and they're really pitching him down in a way, and up above, they're elevating the ball away, which makes it tough for him to get any swinging through those. Will we see the Christian Yelich? I still think we're going to see Christian Yelich go through a period of time when he's really going to help this club on the offensive side of the ball. I think he's going to acknowledge it. The pitchers are going to start making mistakes. He's going to take advantage of them. But it just seems like tonight I really watched closely. They really pounded him on the inside part of the plate and then went down and away and elevated on the outside part up. Extremely good good way to pitch Christian, a good way to pitch anybody, really. But uh, they don't want Christian Yelich to beat them, and uh, most teams have been pitching him very well. 855-616-1620. That's the Yankee Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can uh, tweet into the program as well, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We're back with more in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley. 
Going in on Urias. Malley's pitch. Runner goes. Swing a line drive down the left field line. That's a fair ball. Peterson had to hesitate for a moment. He's going to get the wave from Jason Lane. He's going to score. And just like that, it's a one-run game again. A hit-and-run double from Luis Urias. And it's 5-4. to four. An 11-6 win for the Brewers in Cincinnati. Brewers extra innings rolling on here on WTMJ. Want to join us? 855-616-1620. That's the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. I'm Matt Pauley. Former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine alongside. Augie, we were just talking about uh, Christian Yelich and uh, texter Doug, who's been on this for a while, once again uh, texting in that the Brewers need to move Yelich down in the order, maybe to the 6th or the 7th spot. I'm not... I'm not saying that Yelich isn't going to get moved in the order at some point in time, maybe if for no other reason, just to try to give him a, a different look, a different spot in the order, a different feel to see if that, that gets him going. But I don't I don't like it personally. I like where he's at. Yeah, he's hitting two thirty six and he's not driving in runs. I understand that. But he's in the two spot. What he is doing is he's getting on base. He's got a three ninety five on base percentage and even hitting just two thirty six, that's not a very good batting average. We can all agree on that. He is third on the team in runs scored. So he is helping produce runs when he gets on. You put him down in the 6th or 7th spot, there's going to be more situations there with runners on in scoring position for him because of the middle of the order right in front of him, and he might not be driving those guys in. So Augie, I think having him at the top of the order where you can take more of an advantage of his ability to get on base makes a whole lot more sense than moving him down in the order. Well, no, I don't, I don't... I really believe, uh, Matt, that Christian Yelich and Doug, that, that Christian Yelich is a big part of this lineup. And, you know, we, we look at the batting average of 236 and we looked at he, uh, you know, he doesn't, he gets on base and he's, he's scoring runs and that's what you want to do. I think the hardest thing for Christian right now is not to, not to say that you go out every night and you get two and three hits and he understands that and he's working hard to fight back, but he still is a, is a part of this lineup and a big part of the lineup when he's in that second spot. Pitchers still realize that if they make a mistake, he's going to get to it, and he's, he's going to start, and you never know what's going to happen after that. So I'm, I agree with you. I like him in that second spot in the lineup. I think he does well. I do remember, though, when Harvey Keene, what, what he would do it sometimes when guys were struggling, he'd put him in that eighth spot. And he might put him there for maybe one or two games only, and then he'd shift him right back and just to get a different look of what pitchers do, but I think anytime you have Christian Yelich in a the lineup, they understand who he is. They understand that he can carry a ball club and uh, he can do damage at any time. But things will work out for him. He's just struggling. They're, I think they're really pitching him tough. I and they're not giving in. They're just making really solid pitches on him, and he's struggling a little bit with representing the pitches and, and laying off of some some pitches that he, should, that he is swinging at, and that will come with time, and he'll, he'll go through a period where he's really going to take over and help this ball club. There is an interesting symmetry to today's game because the Brewers collect 12 hits. Half of those hits, six, come from the top half of the order, the top four hitters. The other six hits come from the bottom four hitters. We're not counting the number nine spot and the pitcher spot, so we're just talking about the uh, eight position player spots. But, Augie, it was kind of interesting the way they were dispersed because of the six hits that came from the uh, top half of the lineup. Three came from Colton Wong and three came from Willie Adamas. And then when you go to the bottom half of the lineup, every single player, five through eight, had at least one hit of Isai 
Rafael Garcia and Jace Peterson each had one hit, while Luis Arias and Jackie Bradley Jr. had two hits. I just I found it to be interesting, and I don't know what it's worth, but I found it to be interesting how the two halves of the lineup produced the same amount of hits, but how it kind of came in a very different type of way, if that makes sense. And the at-bats, you look at the at-bats they had, they, they, it, they have the ability of starting something special and continuing, whether it be a walk or, or a base hit, they'll, they'll put a couple base hits together or they'll get guys in scoring position. Then you're seeing some really good, good at-bats like Bradley Jr. today. He had some really good at-bats. And we, we talk about a young man who has been struggling in the first half of the year, really lately has been giving some really good at-bats. Tonight had those good at-bats. Urias had the great at-bats. He had the home run late on a change-up away, and then he had that double on the pitch on, on a pitch on the inside part of plate. These are guys who are going up when they get an opportunity and they get guys on base or they work work to get on base. They're putting things together. They're putting the hits together. It's not a matter of having hits. It's getting those hits together. And this ball club is starting to do that. And we knew that they could do that and that they would score runs. And I think one thing we like mostly about them, they're manufacturing runs. Yes, they had the three home runs tonight, but they were able to go out and manufacture some runs and, and have some nice rallies. An 11-6 victory for the Brewers in Cincinnati. What did manager Craig Council think about today's performance? We'll find out next here on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Osich sets the belt, lifts the leg and throws. Swing and a fly ball hit to left. Back winker. Warning track wall. Jumps. Gone! A baker's dozen for Luis Urias. That coming on a hanging changeup. And the Brewers add another at 7-5 Milwaukee. They go on to win 11-6 as they score 10 of their 11 runs from the 5th inning on. They score 8 of their 11 runs from the 6th inning on. Welcome back in. It's Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. I missed you. I missed you during the All-Star break. Four days without a show, without baseball, but we are back. We're glad to be back. Manager Craig Council was back speaking with the media just a little while ago. Uh, opened up his conversation talking about uh, another big game from Willie Adamas. Three for five, two runs, four RBIs, hits the home run, just keeps doing big things. And uh, Council talked about uh, just those big hits that he keeps on getting and really overall what Adamas has meant to this team. Yeah, I mean, you know, we 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 did a good job getting on base for him tonight, and um, yeah, he, he is. He's getting huge hits. Um, that that the bit the most noticeable thing is just his hits are. It's just big hits. Um, they come at big times. Um, you know, they they change the complexion of games, and and he's doing it often. Um, so. He's been incredible since we've acquired him. Um, there's no question about it. He's, he's changed our team, um, and our team changed when he got here. Craig, how proud are you of the performance by the offense in general? Uh, you know, you guys are down three runs after four innings. It just kind of come roaring back, and it was really everybody that contributed. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. That's that's the great part about our our run scoring tonight. And, and when you score 11, it's it's got to be everybody. Um, but you know the game. Um, you know they did a good job. They they put some runs against Adrian and uh, you know had us down. Uh, Maley was doing a nice job. Uh, we we got some pressure on him, but couldn't get runs against him. Um, and then it was just a move the line type of night after that. And then we you know there's some homers mixed in there, but uh, the 
seventh inning or the eighth inning where we scored a bunch was uh or was was just a really good inning just to just base hits tough at bats moving the line um doing a nice job so really really good offensive night and and a, a night where length to the lineup i thought kind of came through tonight and shine with um you know like guy like urius who's been leading off hitting at the bottom of the lineup doing a doing a lot of damage for us and getting big hits and continuing innings that late rally kind of helps you set up your bullpen moving forward too you got burns and woodruff starting and you're able to rest Devin and josh right off the bat yeah no it's it was huge for sure um you know when you go to your bullpen in the fifth uh it, it's always a little concerning kind of moving forward in the series but um we did we did good the offense did good Sanchi c- completed two innings for us uh without getting anybody up so we're in good shape Craig you talked about the length of the lineup how much of that is getting Colton back at the top and getting three hits from him right off the bat yeah it's you know it's incredible I mean we've you know he's had one game in the last month so he you know, I, I was not sure tonight what what if it's going to take a little to get his timing going. And um, you know, he had, I thought his first at bat was really good. They threw a good three two pitch to him, um, but he just got it going, man. He has an uncanny way of just kind of being ready and locked in from from uh, without having at bats. It's, it's uh, we'll take note of that next spring training for sure. Um, but it's it's been it's been impressive. I mean, come out after missing as much time as he has and put three hits on the board tonight. And the Garrett at bat was, that's a tough at bat. I think we know that. Uh, and it's a big spot. And he, and he put it to, he put together a great at bat. Craig, have you ever been able to figure out the, the run support? It seems like there's always one run support guy in the starting rotation and Hauser's getting all the runs. I don't have an, no, I don't. I mean, I, I don't think any of us can figure that out. Um, but you know, it, it I, I didn't know that. Um I guess it, it makes sense, but it's um there there's no rhyme or reason to that. It's good fortune I guess, but it's a I look at it as a win, you know, whoever whoever pitches and we score some runs for we scored enough runs in, tonight. That's Manager Craig Council speaking just a little while. That was Adam McAlvey asking that last question, and I'll read from Adam McAlvey's Twitter account. You can find it yourself at Adam McAlvey if you want to, but uh, he makes an interesting point. The Brewers have won eight of Adrian Hauser's last nine starts, including seven in a row. Hauser has a 3.45 ERA in that nine-game span and a 4.14 ERA in the last seven. Brewers runs per game during Hauser's last nine starts: six, seven, five, five, six, ten, seven, five, eleven. That's uh, that's not bad. I had to laugh. Mike and Mequon texted in at six thirty tonight and said, "Why Hauser? We need this first game." Well, if Mike and Mequon is paying attention. Uh, prior to tonight's game, the Brewers had won six of Hauser's last starts in a row. So. The trend would be that if Hauser starts, the Brewers win. We'll go back through the game with the highlights. We'll do that next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Pauley. All right, strap in. We got 17 runs worth of highlights to get to. It would be the Reds who would strike first. Adrian Hauser on the mound for the crew. Tyler Malley getting the start for the Reds. In the bottom of the first inning, Jonathan India 
is hit by a pitch than a fielder's choice off the bat of Jesse Winker, where India is out at second. After a fly out from Nick Castellanos, Joey Votto walks. Jesse Winker's at second, so runners on at first and second for Tyler Naquin. The kick and the pitch. Swing and a line drive down the right field line. It's a fair ball. That's going to score two. Winker's in. Votto digging around third. He's going to score with ease, and the Reds strike first on a two-out, two-run double by Tyler Naquin. The Brewers get one of those runs back in the top of the second inning thanks to Aviseo Garcia at the plate with one out. Here is Garcia with three on the left side of the infield for him. Malley's pitch. Swing and a fly ball hit deep into left center field. Drifting back all the way back and gone. Bobby Garcia, first pitch hunting, and he hits home run number 17. Cuts the lead in half. It's 2-1. to one. But the Reds get that and more back in the third inning. The inning gets started when Nick Castellanos is hit by a pitch. He was not happy about that whatsoever. Some uh, words between him and the Brewers dugout after the game. Adrian Hauser actually said he understood why Castellanos was upset by it, but there was no ill intent. So Castellanos is on at first with one out. Tyler Naquin gets a base hit. Runners on at first and second for A. Eugenio Suarez. 2-2 pitch. Breaking ball, hammered out to left, back on its Yelich. He's going to have to let it get over his head. It one-hops the wall and bounces away from him. Castellanos is going to score. Around third, headed for home is Naquin. He's in there safely as well. And it's a two-run double for Eugenio Suarez. 4-1 the score, but the Brewers start to make it a game in the fifth inning. With one out, Colton Wong gets a base hit. With two outs, Willie Adamas standing in. Pitch to Adamas. He had a knock. And he lines one towards right. Aquino back. Warning track it is. Gone! A home run for Willie Adamas into the front row of seats just to the left of the Brewers' bullpen. The Brewers are right back in at a one-run game. It's 4-3. Yep, makes it a one-run game, but the Reds get that run back in the bottom of the fifth inning. Brent Suter comes on. Uh, to pitch. Tyler Naquin would reach on a fielding error by Colton Wong. One of, Really, the only thing Wong did not do well tonight. Makes a mistake there. Then A. Eugenio Suarez, he ends up walking. He was struck out, but they don't get the call, so Suarez ends up walking, and uh, then Tucker Barnhart would get a base hit that would score Tyler Naquin, and that would make it a 5-3 game. But a half inning later, in the sixth inning, the Brewers able to get the lead uh, with one out, Jace Peterson has a really nice at-bat. He walks. That brings up Luis Urias. Going in on Urias. Malley's pitch. Runner goes. Swing a line drive down the left field line. That's a fair ball. Peterson had to hesitate for a moment. He's going to get the wave from Jason Lane. He's going to score. And just like that, it's a one-run game again. A hit-and-run double from Luis Urias. And it's 5-4. to four. Tyler Malley's day is done. Amir Garrett comes on. First batter he faces is Jackie Bradley Jr. Garrett kicks and throws. Swinging a high chopper hit towards the middle. India fields bobbles. It's into shallow center. That'll score Urias, and this game is tied. 5-5 the score. They ruled a base hit for Bradley, but the run scores on an air by India. After a Tyrone Taylor strikeout, Jackie Bradley Jr. steals second base in front of Colton Wong. Two and two on Wong. Garrett the stretch. Here it is. 
Swing a base hit into left field. Jackie Bradley Jr. is going to be sent around third. The ball gets away from Winker. The Brewers take the lead 6-5 on a run-scoring single from Colton Wong. You come back, you take the lead, you want to put up a zero in the next half inning. That's what the Brewers do thanks to pitcher Jake Cousins. Then Brad Boxberger puts up the zero in the seventh. The Brewers add to their lead in the eighth inning. Josh Osich, the new pitcher into the game with one out. He faces Luis Arias. Osich sets the belt, lifts the leg and throws. Swing and a fly ball hit to left. Back Winker. Warning track wall. Jumps. Gone! A baker's dozen for Luis Urias. That coming on a hanging changeup. And the Brewers add another. It's 7-5 Milwaukee. JBJ then gets a base hit after pinch hitter Manny Pena flies out. Colton Wong singles, so runners on at first and second for Christian Yelich, who walks bases loaded. New pitcher Ryan Hendricks facing Willie Adams. 2-1 pitch. Swing and a line drive down the left field line. That's going to be a fair ball and extra bases. Three runs are going to come across as a late hold from Jason Lane. Two runs score. Don't worry, those runs would come in eventually. Omar Nervais would strike out swinging, however, a wild pitch on strike three. He would reach, that would score Christian Yelich. Then another wild pitch allows Willie Adamas to score. A five-run eighth inning for the Brewers. They take an 11-5 lead. Aristides Aquino would hit a home run in the ninth inning to make the final tally 11-6. But the Brewers do come away with the victory, with the win. The Brewers go to 54-39. and The Reds drop to 48-43. and Winning totals for the crew. 11 runs, 12 hits, 2 airs. They leave 6 for the Reds. 6 runs, 7 hits, 1 air. They leave 7. Winning pitcher Brent Suter. He's 9-4. and The loss to Amir Garrett. He's 0-3. Home runs in the contest. Viseo Garcia, his 17th. Willie Adamas, his 15th. Luis Arias, his 13th. Aquino hits his 5th for the Reds. The game lasting 3 hours and 29 minutes, played in front of a crowd of 34,844 folks. We preview Game 2 of this three-game set. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Starting to wrap up this edition of Brewers Extra Innings, a solid 11-6 victory for the crew today, according to baseball historian Doug Kern. For Willie Adamas, he also had a home run, a double, a single, and four RBIs on May 27th against San Diego. That was a 6-5 win for the Brewers. The only other Brewers in team history to do that twice in the season, as Adamas has now done, Adam Lynn in 2015, Jeff Jenkins in 2003. So good nugget there. Uh, Brewers first time scoring 11 or more runs in Cincinnati since August of 2018. So not too terribly long since uh, doing that run. Runs do tend to score at Great American Ballpark. Around the National League Central, the uh, Pirates and Mets playing just like the Brewers and the Reds. It's a uh, back-to-back series with the All-Star break in between. There was a uh, benches-clearing incident between these two teams, as you might expect when you're playing these many games in a row against teams. We'll watch that for the next two games of uh, of our series here. But the Pirates do beat the Mets today 4-1. Giants over the Cardinals 7-2. And the Cubs right now lead the Diamondbacks in the desert 5-1 that game in the bottom of the seventh standings in the NL Central Brewers have a five game lead on the Reds Cubs and Cardinals each eight and a half back Cubs will either be eight or nine back depending on how that game finishes Pirates 18 back around the Brewers minor league system AAA Nashville they're trailing Louisville 11-1 
in the eighth. Double A Biloxi loses at Montgomery 9-8 in 11 innings. High A Wisconsin wins at Peoria 4-1. And Carolina wins at Kannapolis by a 9-2 score. Game two of this three-game set coming up tomorrow evening from Great American Ballpark. 6-10 first pitch as Brandon Woodruff will get the start for the crew. Righty 7-4, 2.06 ERA. Luis Castillo, who the Brewers have had uh, troubles with recently. The right-hander is 3-10 with a 4.65 ERA. Coverage at 5.35 on Sister Station 9 94.5 ESPN. There's kind of a basketball game that's going to be going here on uh, WTMJ as the NBA Finals continue on between the Bucks and the Suns. So we'll be on ESPN tomorrow, 94.5 on your FM dial. I'll talk to you after the game over there.